you know, I, I obviously I tried to do some research about the ones I'm trying, I, I plan to interview. And one of the questions I wasn't really able to answer when I was doing my research was, um, from your full name, where did the name <laughs> Z come from? <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Sports Season Podcast where we get to know the sports that you know about and those that you should know about. Once again, I am Gigo Season. Last week, we got to talk a lot about beach volleyball and our next guest is also an expert in that, but is also going to take us to the indoor court as we discuss indoor volleyball. For this episode, we're lucky to have another, another founder of the Beach Volleyball Republic, a beach volleyball bronze medalist in the most recent SEA Games, former Ateneo Lady Eagle, and formerly a member of the Banco Perlas Lady Spikers in the PVL, the queen of the jump serve herself, Zir Vasho. See, thanks for hey. making time and for being here. Thank you also for inviting me. <laughs> um, so, unfortunately, I still have to ask this question. I was hoping, like, by this, by this episode, I wouldn't have to be asking it. But, you know, um, we're, we're still in, in a, some sort of quarantine, some sort of lockdown. Mm-hmm. So, um, what have you been? What have you been up to? What have you been um, doing to to stay busy? Um, well, I make sure I remain active, so I work out every day. Um, I involve my dogs and my little brother, so we walk the dogs every day also, and I make sure um, I get to spend activity time with my brother, biking around the the neighborhood. So, yeah. And pretty much listen to podcasts like yours, hopefully <laughs> soon. Uh, so you mentioned that you know you're not um, you went to the states. Are you still there right now? Um, no, I'm back in Manila. So I enrolled in spring of this year. So that was February this year for for school. So I enrolled in a master's program at Cal State mm-hmm. Long Beach. But since nagka quarantine, nagka COVID. Um, I chose to go back here in the Philippines, in Manila, and continue. Yun din pala. So, weekly, we got classes, online classes that they attend also. Okay. Um, what, how, how has it been, I guess? You know, while you were there, were you able to go to class um, in person? Or was it already um, online when you started? Yeah, so... Um, our classes started February 2020, and then probably we just had a month of face-to-face classes. And the thing was, it's not it's not every day that we had classes, so mga once or twice a week lang. And then COVID happened, and then um, the county of LA said, "Na okay, you gotta stay home because you know there's a pandemic going on." So mga okay. Around June, end of June, I flew back here in Manila. And here I am, quarantine, <laughs> GCQ. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. So you're, um, you know, you're in the States. You're still, I'm guessing, still active with um, with the BVR. Um, still mm-hmm. updated with all the news, the volleyball news. Um, yes. So I wanted to ask. I asked this also to, I was able to interview Bea, uh, Bea Tan okay. last week. So she was she she gave her input also. Um, I wanted to ask, considering I think she mentioned that the BVR is kind of on a pause right now, especially mm-hmm. with all the with all the restrictions. Um, but we've seen um, you know, the NBA like in the states they they've done the bubble. The PBA mm-hmm. is already talking about it now. Um, 
with regards to I guess the PVL, are you aware of any or the other volleyball leagues? Are you aware of any news about any any news about the league maybe resuming soon? Um, there's no concrete plans yet. Parang I think it's hard, eh, cause um, for example, the PBA and the PFL, the football league here in the Philippines, they were able to tap the gap, the Games and Administration Board, uh, Games and Amusement Board, sorry, um, to help them um, get back into training at least, not yet pangaano eh, the tournaments. So yeah. it's hard. Um, we'll see, cause I think right now also, um, having tournaments it's it's not the topmost priority here in, in the country. But definitely we're looking forward to, you know, a time where sports is allowed. Um, everybody can go back in the gyms, in the courts, training and then competing. Because for sure like everybody everybody that I know who plays volleyball are saying that oh my gosh, it's just like the longest I've done I have gone now. Yeah. I haven't played volleyball in my entire life. So, so yeah, that's definitely something to look forward to. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, okay, so um, before I get into, I guess, the, the more volleyball-related questions, you know, I, I obviously I tried to do some research about the ones I'm trying, I, I, I plan to interview you. And one of the questions I wasn't really able to answer when I was doing my research was, um, from your full name, where did the name Z <laughs> come from? <laughs> um, so, I started volleyball fifth grade. And then, basically, the, the girls in the team gave me the name. Because apparently, I introduced myself. I said, hi, my name is Angeline. <laughs> I don't know. I was slurring. <laughs> and then, okay. From now on, your name is Z in this team. So I just picked it up since then until until now. So yeah, basically okay. my teammate gave me the name. Yeah, okay. I was wondering because I mean it's not that uncommon for that to happen. I guess I have friends yeah. that parang out of nowhere their names are either given by their friends or by yeah for sure parang mistake by a teacher again. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So, getting into the volleyball questions, um, I've asked all my recent interviewees, um, and I guess there's really a consensus now, and it's generally accepted that basketball is definitely um, the biggest sport in the country at least. Mm. Um, but I was asking Bea last week because I wanted to get a different perspective because most of the, if you look at basketball, it's mostly the guys that deem it as the most popular sport. Um, so I wanted to get your input then, like, growing up, um, what exactly was, was the in thing to do or the thing that, like, almost all the kids were doing um, at your age at the time? Um, hmm. Huh. <laughs> I, I guess, mean, I know. volleyball, it could also Yeah, well, it really depends. Because, you know, like, um, personally, the reason I got into volleyball was my barricada back then wanted to be involved with the intramurals na, na volleyball. Tapos at the same time, the barricada wanted to um, join the varsity training um, in our school. So, you know, we joined the varsity training and eventually I was one of the few who got left behind and enjoyed the, the whole thing. So, I guess it depends 
on what the trend was. I don't know how how do kids get into sports, but now it's I think it's the same thing, man. Intramurals or you know yeah. someone pick you up from the court and say, hey, why don't you try out in our team? Or or your parents pushed you. But in terms of popularity, I think it all depends um, on what you see on TV. I guess um, before volleyball wasn't a mainstream sport that you can watch on television or online um, as compared to basketball. But now I can say it's pretty much head-to-head, you know, with yeah. basketball, with men's basketball. Definitely. Um, when was, I guess, you know, you, you said that it was in drums, a little bit of varsity. When, when was it the point that you said you kind of realized now I could do this um, long-term or like um, I could do this in college at least at the time? Um, probably in high school. Uh, so when I was in high school, hindi pa siya, wala pa yung concepto na, oh, you can get a, an, a scholarship, an athletic scholarship because of sports, diba? So I think I was third year high school or fourth year when parang my coach and my teachers were telling me, oh, there's actually this opportunity, like, would you be interested? Who, who wants who doesn't want like free education though yeah. but yeah so they were they were given to me and another teammate um, the athletic scholarship so uh, since then I was like hmm siguro I'm really good at this and maybe <laughs> you know I can I can do this um, in the future by in college um, at the same time in high school also um, I get recruited for the regionals and then the nationals the Palarong Pambansa for to represent the MCR team. So um, I knew that uh, no, um, there was something in me that could probably you know, still play for college. And, and Okay. Um, with that, you, you obviously you're very much invested or in, in the beach volleyball also now. Mm-hmm. When, when did that not I wouldn't say really it's a shift because you know you're very active in both. But when when was it that you got involved in that also? Beach volleyball. Yeah. Um, with beach, naman, I remembered I was siguro incoming fifth year. Um, uh, I asked so our assistant coach in indoor, he's the head coach in beach. So I asked him, like, Coach, ano sale kami sa training? Like, see who can be the third man. Because it was okay. for sure Bea and Eliza already. Na who 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 was gonna play uh, for Ateneo for the UAP. But so UAP, you get to um, pick a third man for the team. Like in case one of the two gets sick or gets injured or for whatever reason can't play. So, sabi ko sige, why, why not? I, I'll try it. Tapos, well, eventually, um, I wasn't get, I, I wasn't picked. Tapos, after college, so fifth year, and then I graduated. I was actually in law school, and then, but my classes were at nighttime. And then, Sinabea and Eliza were still training for the next season of UAAP, and their training was like right across the SLEX. Because I live, like, say, this is where I live. This is SLEX. This is where they train. So, I was like, okay. And my mornings are free, so why not train with you guys? So, that's where, I guess, my love for the the sport developed. And 
um, there are some weekends where Bea would invite me, hey, let's play um, a tournament together in the same area where they practice. So, you know, so it's pretty much near my house. And I'm like, okay, why not? It's volleyball and it's something different. So why not try it? And then I realized, you know, I really like this. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm falling in love with beach volleyball because I wake up at 6 a.m. <laughs> train. Um, and the thing is, I'm like not a morning person at all. As in, I am not a morning person, and I wake up for something like this. So it must be something special, <laughs> For sure. Um, okay. So you know, we talked about how you're. Um, how you got into the indoor volleyball and beach volleyball. I actually wanted to get your opinion because I'm not sure if you consider yourself a trailblazer or pioneer of some sorts, but you know, you're part of the Fab Five era, which, um, which was part of, I guess, the, the rise of, Philippine volley- of volleyball in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, because you could see that from, I guess, it was televised, I think, for a longer time, but, you know, it was in the Beagle Gym. Um, yes. The stands weren't really filling up as compared to, you know, towards the end of your college career where you guys were filling up Mo Arena and Araneta. And after that, you go on to be one of the founders of Beach Volleyball in public, you know, basically leading the rise of that sport or of, of that field. Um, so I guess, can you share with us how it feels um, to be part of those two experiences? Maybe compare what's, what's similar, what's different about the rise of these two different sports? Hmm. Um... Well, I would always say uh, media was a big part of uh, the rise of volleyball. I feel nagkataon lang din na kami yung nandun. And it was Ateneo La Salle. So there's a whole history of the rivalry um, that pushed it to why it became big at that time. And yeah, um, I remember first year, second year, third year, fourth year. We were just playing in, as you said, like the legal gym or UP gym, Minsan FU gym pa. And then some games would be at San Juan Arena. And then I remember fourth year, during the semifinals, we played at Smart Araneta Coliseum. So that was very special. And I don't know, like, sobrang nakaka-goosebumps to see, like, wow, we can play in this arena, in this coliseum, where, you know, the big events talaga happen. And, you know, like, it was just a dream before, and it was happening right in front of us. So it was very special, for sure. Um, and media uh, played a big role, like, with ABS-CBN being part of it, you know, making sure that our games were televised, you know, every Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday. And, yeah, um, the funny thing is, the fans, the volleyball fans for at least Ateneo, they weren't Ateneans. I remember, you know, during one of the big games in San Juan Arena, it was Ateneo La Salle. I, for, I think it's probably one of the finals game in our fourth, in our fourth year, actually, fourth year. Tapos, Magsusong for Marina, tapos school him, and then, you know, sila sale, sila nanalo, so sila una. Tapos, pag Ateneo na, parang, ah, uh, sobrang weird, like, konte lang, tayo lang yung magsusong for Mary, and then, like, a few people in the, in the stand. So, it was interesting to know that, you know, not just Ateneans, but, you know, we got a lot of people involved and invested in Ateneo volleyball, in women's volleyball. So, that's, that was pretty cool. 
with beach naman um i guess one of our one of the reasons why we started beach volley bvr was we knew that when it comes to like say international tournaments we knew that beach volleyball can go further kasi it's a whole different sport as compared to indoor volleyball um so indoor you got to be tall um height is such a big factor at least for in the southeast asian region and um with beach naman parang it's so different eh well even be, um even between the western countries and the asian countries kakaiba yung play yung mechanics ng play sa beach volleyball like mas mabilis mas mauuta compared sa you know you use your height you use your your skills um, to to outplay the other team. So we saw that there's an opportunity to grow as say as a national team as a good contender in the international arena for beach volleyball. Um, pero the thing was the volleyball athletes convert or make sure they stay in indoor because the opportunity yeah. is there. Like for example, um, scholarships, neba. Right? Um, ka ng scholarship for indoor volleyball, not much for beach volleyball. But you know now, unti unti nagkakaroon ng uh, um, separation of beach and indoor for for the U- UAPP. So that's that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, so with BBR, we had that vision of you know making a, a name for the Philippines as one of the biggest uh, teams in Southeast Asia when it comes to beach volleyball. So we started making small tournaments here in Manila, tapos inviting some of the provincial players kasi yung magagaling na beach volleyball players talaga are those from like say Cebu, Davao, Negros, you know. And the thing is, like they convert to indoor nga kasi nga nandun yung opportunities. But eventually, those tournaments, those local tournaments became tournaments around the Philippines. We visit them naman, Davao, Cebu, um, Negros area, and then we by 2018 we have the FIVB tournament, which we which we mounted in Mall of Asia grounds. So that was that was pretty good. That was a good achievement for us. And eventually, um, yeah, uh, we tried to spark the interest for beach volleyball in among the Filipinos. I think it's it's definitely something that can grow here because I mean we have. Arguably the best beaches din naman in, in the world, so yeah. it's it's really parang bagay talaga. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so um, before I move on to your experiences with the national team, I want to ask: um, you got injured. I think it was a few months before the BVR officially launched. Was is that right? I think. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> no. So yeah, it's you got an ACL. Um, I've I've experienced that injury, and it's not it's not um something easy to bounce back from. So I, I wanted to ask you know how how that went, and I guess you would you say that you know because you had to take a break for a while. Did it help with starting up the league? Like you had to focus more on that. Um. Hmm. So I tore my ACL. It was summer. And then that was the same time where when Bea was telling me, si Bea kasi talaga, she's the girl for beach volleyball. Well, at least in our school, diba? Um, she really plays the sport and she's the one who, who pulled me every weekend to play together. <laughs> so she's the one who asked me also, to, hey, why not ano, set up tournaments? And sakto, 
um, Moa so just built on uh, the sand court, diba? Yeah. So sakto, they would need like some events happening in their in their new facility. So we were like, oh, why not? Ano, let's play and mount tournaments in the in the in Moa and start this whole thing. So nung time na yon, it was just a different kind of format pa. Um, the, we invited eight girls to play beach volleyball. Tapos parang round robin. Um, we would get to partner with everybody and play against everybody. So, so yun, um, I guess that was the downtime um, for for me at least personally. That was the summer where you know um, the whole thing was brewing up and we were trying to create something we would want to have um, over the next five ten years. Okay. Um, okay. So clearly, you were able to to bounce back pretty well from that injury. Um, I I wanted to ask first. Do you think the the physical demand is is higher in one of the sports? Uh, in in is higher in beach or in indoor or is it like this equal or the same or just different? But it has mahirap for sure. But um, I guess. Injury-wise, for sure, beach volleyball would be, say, lighter on your knees, lighter on your joints, because, you know, you're playing on sand, and it's shifting yeah. as compared to indoor volleyball. You play on hard court, and it's And, um, well, if you can see also, um, with the trend internationally, um, you see beach volleyball players who are older, like they can grow old with beach volleyball because mm-hmm. um, it's sustainable. The you know the sand really has a huge impact for for the athletes. Okay, um, okay. So with you, you were able to bounce back. Now you you got in. You were part of the national team in the last Sea Games. Um, could you share a little bit about your experience? Um, did you guys? Did you and the, the your fellow teammates know that you were gonna place, or was were you expecting a, even maybe a, 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 a an even better medal? Um, unang unang sa lahat, teammate namin si CC. So for the Sea Games, okay, ulit for the 2019 Sea Games, iba yung format niya. Naging parang country versus country, like for example, Philippines versus Vietnam. So for each of the countries, um, they had uh, they would have two teams. So for Team Philippines, Team One is CC and Pons. Team Two is me and Beach. So mayyare is like Vietnam One versus Philippines One. Tapos Vietnam Two versus Philippines Two, and then they play each other. If we win, if Philippines won um, all the two games. Parang mayyare is one zero, like Philippines Vietnam. Parang, ano, parang volleyball. First set, second set, and then third set, the deciding set. If ever na nagka 1-1. So, yun. So, teammate is CC and everybody knows that she's the fire, you know? She's yeah. the burning fire <laughs> talaga um, wherever she goes. So, siya talaga kasi, oh, like, sure yan, meron tayong medal. Like, for sure. And then, you know, that keeps you pumped up all throughout the games, all throughout whatever happens. And, yeah, it was pretty interesting to be teamed up with these younger people. They were much younger than me. Um, 
and yeah, it's it's super cool to be teamed up with the seasoned beach volleyball players then. So it was it was cool. It was such a cool experience, you know. And uh, it was medyo at the tail end where everybody was like, oh my gosh, um, parang will we make it kaya ano to to land on the podium? Because we were checking, we were. <laughs> Yeah, we were checking like the other teams. Like, okay, Thailand, Indonesia, sila na yung lalaban ng one and two. And then our coach was saying, like, I think we got the chance to to get the bronze. Because we just have to beat this team, this team, and this team, and then we're good. That's all. Parang simple. <laughs> and then yeah, um, medyo ano lang, medyo suspense, I guess, at the tail end. Because we had to win our last game. Pero the game who was playing after us had to win. One of the teams who was playing after mm-hmm. us had to win pa um, in order for us to secure the bronze medal. So if matalo sila, I think that was Indonesia, if matalo sila, parang mas delikado pa sa amin and it will yeah. go down to like, um, you know, uh, the point system. Pa. But since Indonesia already won against Vietnam, yeah, it secured the, the bronze medal for us. So. Uh, okay. You know, we got the bronze and even in the indoor volleyball, we saw the men's volleyball was um, got the medal also. Um, what, what do you think is needed for, you know, both indoor and beach um, teams to improve, I guess, not I guess not even just the standing in in Southeast Asia, but I mean of course I guess everyone's dream is to reach the Olympics, to play to the Olympics. What do you think um, the Philippines, the 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 sport needs here in the country to to reach that next level? Um, definitely unity, uh, unity in terms of from scheduling, you know the leagues, mula um, college then to. The professional level, um, unity then in terms of the program we have to have, um, I mean, if that's a goal to be, you know, to be competitive internationally, um, our programs need to be solid and sustainable. You know, from the grassroots level, we have to have training and development as early as, what, six years old, five years old. And um, growing up, to getting into like good schools with good volleyball programs and then college and then professional or you know the national team level um it has to be um continuous and cohesive talaga with 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 those things and everybody involved the government the private sectors the schools the professional teams the leagues so definitely unity okay um Will you were mentioning um, you you're you're studying right now? Is that um, are we going to see um, you back on both indoor or in beach or what's what's next for for you? I guess in terms of your career. <laughs> um, una una, I think that tapusin ko muna to. <laughs> but um, we'll see, we'll see. Um, if, if there's anything that I would get back into, it's probably beach volleyball because as I mentioned. Um, it's kinder on my joints, and I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> but I will. I find it more fun than um, beach volleyball. 
but at the same time it's a different kind of fun when it comes to indoor yeah. volleyball um playing in the sea games you know being in the beach volleyball being immersed uh, immersed in the whole process parang at the end of it na miss ko yung mga teammates ko sa indoor kasi with beach it's just you two yeah. and then the other team and then as compared to indoor volleyball there's like what 20 of you guys training, you know, all those bonding activities. So, that's definitely one thing I missed about indoor and would probably be a good factor if I decide to go back. Okay. Um, I, I asked this to all, all the ones I've interviewed for. I guess it's just um, some way, I guess, to get suggestions for, for the ones that are newer to the sport, whether it's um, indoor or for beach. How would you suggest that they, they start out? Um, both, I guess, if we return to the normal where we can go out again and what can they do right now while they're, while they're still in quarantine, still in lockdown? Well, well for us, um, for those who are playing with professional teams or with the national team, we still continue with um, strength and conditioning programs with our coaches. Um, with volleyball, per se, the skills involved in volleyball, Wala eh. Right now, um, there's not much, not many options for you guys. Well, for us also. Kasi walang court. Um, volleyball is not one of the sports that's allowed, even if it's GCQ. Um, for me, for example, I just play with my brother. Um, if you're lucky enough, you can have one or two teammates over at your place kung neighbor nyo sila or what. But, for sure, you just have to make sure you stay in shape, um, you stay fit, um, check in with your coach, you know, you can probably do some drills that you can do individually, you know, with a wall, mga bagay. But, um, our coaches have already told us it's gonna be difficult talaga, even with the professional athletes, to get back into something that you haven't done for a long time. So, for example, spiking, it's probably a weird thing back in hardcore with your volleyball shoes on, with your knee pads, and then trying to jump and spike and hit the ball. Parang it's, it's, the coaches have already warned us that you know, it's going to be difficult. So, if we go to that point, by the time we go to that point, so just don't be hard on yourself and you know, just take it easy, take it one step at a time. Because this is such an unprecedented time. So parang, you know, just take it easy talaga. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Um, I, I just remembered one of the questions I wanted to ask you was, um, you've, like we mentioned earlier with the Fab Five era, um, you kind of saw the rise of the sport from, from not having as much fanfare to arguably having the most um, fans in the country right now. I, I wanted to ask, like, what, what was what is something what is the i don't know if it's a template or what can other sports do um to to get as much support or to get as much fanfare because um i think i would say that you know there are so many sports that are under appreciated i mean basketball and volleyball are are definitely great sports but um i think other sports do also deserve um i guess a lot, a lot more attention. Yeah. So, what, what would, uh, what do you think is needed for these sports to do, or um, what's a good approach in that case? Um, 
I guess just be genuine um, with with the sport. First of all, yeah, just be true to yourself. Just you know, focus on your sport, um, and eventually you will start winning. You will start bagging medals, um, a lot of achievements, and. I remember my mom said during the Sea Games, you know, if you win, you will have a platform to speak up, to you know, be, be, be there on the map, you know. So you know, just focus on your game. Eventually, you will attract all the attention that you need to grow your sport. So it, I think it's it's as simple as that. Um, but the thing then, Yan, I know it's a whole different game with women's volleyball with men's basketball to say they have all the um, demand for it right now like the media is you know looking at it directly right now but you know um, for example Kaidelin Diaz nobody knew who she was until she won the Olympic medal and with that win everybody was talking about her so I think just be genuine talaga. I think it all starts there right um, before we end, I just have a quick segment that I that I do with all the guests I have. It's called Change Court, Change Sport. So it's just, um, I guess, uh, to get an idea of you know how many like how wide the amount of sports are and how each athlete is, uh, I guess, unique in their interests. So okay. um, whether it's now um, or in the future when you maybe when you retire, what what is a sport that you that you really want to try or that you know you really want to get into in the future so that must be like you know when i'm old and <laughs> <laughs> um well probably golf um golf i played golf when i was grade three grade four grade five okay um my mom would my parents would drag me with them and you know putt and pitch somewhere and that was before I, I got into volleyball. But yeah, it would be cool to get back into golf when I'm older. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, uh, one last. In, in the Philippines, who would you say is your favorite athlete but from a different sport? Hmm. That's a good question. Favorite athlete, different sport. Wow. You cheat, cheat, ba? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, I don't know. No, I haven't really thought about it. But as I mentioned kanina, I think I admire Heidelin Diaz. Um, since she won, she made sure she helped the weightlifting community. She even has this, uh, She even has her own gym at Rizal Memorial just for weightlifting. Um, athletes um, and it's good you know she's using her clout she's using her platform for something big and she's fearless I remember um, she spoke up about how well before that the renovation how um, the Rizal Memorial facility was very subpar when in terms of their equipment you know um, maintenance and she spoke about it, she tweeted about it, and it got the attention of yeah. the officials. So, yeah, she's, she's, she's admirable. Talaga. Not just because she's a winner, but, you know, she has guts. She has tapang. 
All right. Um, do you have any last message, I guess, to all the beach, uh, beach volleyball fans, the volleyball fans, um, aspiring players? Um, to all the athletes, um, younger or older, <laughs> um, I just want to tell you to just keep going. Um, I know the times uh, that we are facing right now is pretty hard, but, you know, eventually mawawala din yan, malilipas din yan, and eventually we'll see each other on the court. So just keep going, just continue to work hard, and, you know, these seeds will eventually all right once again that was z hervasha z thank you so much again for making time and for, for coming on the podcast <laughs> thank you also <laughs>